And now, with sound investing, here's Paul Merriman. Today's podcast is going to be relatively short, uh, but I hope you find it of interest and I hope it helps communicate more about our commitment to working with you, what we what we think we can do, and and then very honestly what we we know we can't do. But it starts with a blog that I get every day from Seth Godden, and uh, uh, Seth is a marketing and and uh, mar- advertising expert. Uh, and sometimes his blog posts are long and sometimes they're short. This one is very short. It's entitled Lines and Curves. Working with a ruler is pretty straightforward. Just about anyone can extend a line or, or fix something straight if it breaks. It's on the line or it's not. But curves? Curves are complex and hard to get right. It turns out that humans bring curves with them wherever we go. And for some reason, that just, it hit me because it it explained in a moment uh, the challenge that that Chris and Daryl and Rich and myself uh, and the others who work on this project, the challenge that we have, because you all live a life of curves, and I'll talk about some of those curves in a few minutes, but we teach in straight lines. We, we, we suggest or we try to motivate you to do things that mean a newborn child. We know what we'd like to have you do. Start putting away $365 a year the first of each year. I think you should put that money into a small cap value fund. And I think you should do that every year, let's say until they're 21. And then... Hopefully you will have educated them to continue the same family tradition. And as soon as possible, that money will be transferred from a taxable account into a tax-free account, a Roth IRA. And you do that for 70 years. And we don't know what rate of return that that the small cap value might produce, but we do know the average return over the last uh, 93 years, looking at all 40-year periods, is about 16% a year. All right, it's not going to be 16% again, let's say, but I'm okay with 12. And that 12 is based on the idea that the S&P 500 an index that for over, well, for 93 years plus has compounded on average every 40 years about 11%. So I'm okay thinking it might be 10. So 10 for the S&P, 12 for small cap value, 
even though the academics tell us that small cap value should have about a 5% advantage long term. So, that's pretty simple. It's a straight line. It compounds. It's tax-free. Another part of the straight line. Not only do you not pay any taxes all those years, it's compounding, but when you take the money out, at least under today's tax regulations, you get it tax-free. So that is a straight line. And every time I put that set of assumptions into the calculator, keeper of the straight lines, it shows that the account grows to well over $4 million. Wow. Which means if you could take out 5%, that, that you would have a $400,000 distribution tax-free. And if we use that calculator one more time and figure out what would that be worth, that $400,000, if inflation over that 70 years can, was, was, was 3%, that would make that payout equivalent to about $47,000 today. And I can do that a hundred times. I can do that a thousand times on that calculator. And guess what? It's exactly the same number. Because I'm staying on the straight line. But we all know that's not reality. Uh, Seth Godin was, was, was right. We all live a life of curves. And when I think about the curves that you face in terms of that $365 a year commitment for 70 years, I think of things like what happens when there's a divorce somewhere in this process? I've been through that process. And uh, typically, it is the equivalent of a bear market a bear market that goes down 50% because in that divorce, typically, you're going to give up 50% or more. And that wasn't part of the straight line that we had created. And then there's the challenges of coming up with even the $365 when things are tough and you're out of a job. Or... When I say better yet, something else that would be more positive is that you still got a job and Wall Street has got an idea that is just amazing. I mean, get that money out of that small cap value because we have an IPO coming out and the odds are that's going to double. Not in five or ten years, but in a year or whatever that sales pitch might be. It's one of the curves. And then there is the fear after maybe you've done well for 50 out of the 70 years and all of a sudden you read some article that, that paints the gloomiest, gloomiest of pictures about the future of the economy and the stock market. And you say, you know, I can't stand it anymore. I don't want to lose this money. 
wouldn't have been anything to lose $365, but if I'm going to lose a half a million or, or some big number, I, I just don't want to put myself at that risk. I'm going to call it quits and just take what I got. Kind of reminds me of those TV shows where you can choose to move forward for the next level or not. But that's, that is the reality, is that we, those of us who are here trying to help educate, are always talking about straight lines. And we try to find ways to present that information in a straight line that it might make sense, it might sink in to the extent that you really do make the commitment to do the $365 a year. See, I know you'll do it. If you, if you borrow money, mortgage, to buy a house, and you have to make a payment every month for 30 years, more than likely you're going to do it because you have this contract. And if you don't do it, then they take the house back. And so it is, it's a, it's a contract that you make not only legally, but it's because it's something you want and you're willing to, to commit to that amount that you signed on for 25 years ago, 29 years ago, you're going to finish that mortgage payment. And I'm trying to get you to think, well, here's another mortgage for your life except it's only $365 a year, once a year, first of the year. Don't be late. Don't wait. And you keep doing that because you got a contract. You see, that helps you keep on the straight line. And I think you, you intuitively understand that when you send me a 1,000-word description of your financial situation and give me all the details, I think you believe that maybe you've given me enough that I can then give you a straight-line answer. Here's what you should do. Unfortunately, the answer might better be you know, here's what you might do for the next three years and then for the following eight years and then for the years following that. In fact, Vanguard tries to give you the straight line. Every one of the major brokerage or mutual fund companies that have these target date funds, they print it, they show you the straight line. Here is where you start adding money to fixed income. In fact, at Vanguard, as we've talked before, their straight line has you in bonds with 10% of your money when you're 20 years old, to which we say that's the wrong straight line to be on. You should be all equities when you're 21 years old. So we have ideas of better straight lines, we think, but it doesn't change the fact that it's it does not take into consideration the future divorce, the job security, the obligations to do something for children or for, for parents and 
all the things that are part of lives that are filled with curves. And I think as I as I thought about as I thought about this idea of lines and curves, I I, I thought about the value of an advisor. You see, that's the thing about a good financial advisor. They're there to keep you as close to the line as possible, but helping coach you through the curves. And I will tell you, we as if, we, if we're a client of an advisor, we can be tough, so tough to keep on the line because there's something we want right now. Maybe it's peace of mind from an uncomfortable market. Maybe it's wanting to spend the money on something else instead of, and, and, and instead of saving it for the future. And maybe it's somebody has come up with a better line. But maybe not such a straight line. Because your job, in a way, is to confirm that the line whether it's the sales pitch line or the line that's, that, that has been created with the ruler, that that line is appropriate for you. And teachers aren't allowed to deal with the curves of individuals. People who are not, well, I mean, family members, yes, maybe dear, dear friends, yes. You know, when we know this stuff, we can't help but be willing to help folks that are intimately involved in our family or our life. But on a day-to-day -day basis, I am but a straight-line teacher. I will say this. We are doing within whatever constraints that we have, remembering that a lot of the work that's been done for our foundation is, is work that is uh, totally free. People are, are giving a major part of their life, but there is a limit as to how much of that we can do. But with what we've got to work with here, we are working hard to give you the tools to manage your own line and to try to be here to answer questions. But I will tell you, so many of the questions that I get I'd have to sit down and learn about those curves. Is it important, if you were my advisor, to know how I feel about money? Not how much money I've got, not how much money I want to take out. How do I feel security-wise? And so how would that make any difference if you knew how I felt? You might be recommending a lot less or a lot more equities. I was on a radio show with Tom Cock last weekend, and, a, and a, a fellow called in. I think he was 88 years old or something, and and uh, was thinking about taking some money that he had invested in fixed income, and wondering whether it would be appropriate to put it in the market. And my part of my answer back to him was that he should probably be thinking of the money he's going to be giving to other people at his passing and invest for them 
the way money should be invested for them. Maybe that's a way he could reframe that money so that he realizes the minute the market starts down that for a young person, just getting started maybe, that's okay. In fact, maybe what he should be doing with that money that he's thinking about going into the market with, which is for somebody else, is contact that somebody else and find out if they're doing their Roth IRA if they qualify or their 401k and say, you know something, I've got some money here, I want to leave you that I think maybe be better off in your IRA than in this estate. Well, that's dealing with curves. And those, so many of those curves, curves are purely emotional. And when you're teaching somebody how to build a portfolio of 10 different equity asset classes, it has nothing to do with those feelings. Well, when we add the fixed income portion and we're trying to figure, help you figure out what that should be, now we're starting to get into the feelings arena. But I'm here to help with straight lines. I think Chris and Daryl and Rich and Aisha, all of us who are dedicated to helping you, we are trying to be experts about the straight lines. And by the way, it is possible the future will look like something like the past. And it's important for you to know that the straight lines that we're building for people are not based on any view of the future, but simply from information that not really we found, the academics found. They're the ones that lay it out. They're the people building the straight lines for us to reshare with you. And they too do not deal with curves. So I hope that helps. And if you don't know Seth Godin's work, um, it, uh, at least, and I, when I get up at three and four in the morning, Almost the first thing I do after I have put on my pot of eight cups of coffee, first thing I do is take a look at what Seth has to say uh, this morning. And I was taken by that. And that, that is that we humans, we humans live a life of curves, very few straight lines. In fact, when I teach young people about the future, I try to tell stories of how random their life is going to be. Absolutely, unbelievably random. And how we meet our spouse or spouses or how we end up in the job we're in or the friends we have, that process is so unbelievably random that we couldn't we, we, we couldn't ever say, well, it's all part of a straight line. I don't think so anyway. I hope you enjoy Seth. I hope you keep listening to us here at Sound Investing. I hope you will keep, this is, this is, I hope you have a line, a straight line. And on that line is part of what you do is you refer our work to others. So uh, they build a, a better line 
and are able more efficiently to deal with the curves. Thanks for listening. That was Paul Merriman with Sound Investing. Sound Investing, soundinvesting.com, and paulmerriman.com are produced and exclusively owned by Paul Merriman, who is solely responsible for their content. For more information, free articles, mutual fund recommendations, and more, visit paulmerriman.com.